the Stress Talk Caregiver Podcast, Episode 49. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, the show dedicated to providing tips and strategies to everyone caring for an elderly loved one. My name is Casey Price, and I am an elder law attorney at the law firm of Price & Price in Haddonfield, New Jersey. We are the law firm that focuses our practice on helping people dealing with Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia. This podcast exists to help make your job, the job of caring for an elderly loved one, just a little less stressful. And today's show, we're going to talk briefly about living wills, or in New Jersey, they're called Advanced Directive for Healthcare. And um, I want to talk generally about that to give some background into what they are. So in future episodes, we can dive a little deeper, knowing that we've built the foundation of knowledge in today's episode. So an advanced directive for healthcare is also known by a few other names. It is, like I said, a living will. Uh, many people call it that. And that's the common usage. You know, when you when you hear living will, you think of what we're going to talk about today. In some state, states, it's also a healthcare power of attorney, which is kind of the same as a living will, but often it's only really a piece of the living will itself. Or I'll use the word, the, the, the phrase or the title advanced directive for healthcare. It's the healthcare power of attorney is a part of the advanced directive for healthcare. Now, what is an advanced directive uh, for healthcare, well, you know the state of New Jersey recognized that people have a fundamental right to make decisions as to their own medical care, even in situations where they can't speak for themselves. And you know, the advances in medical science have really made it possible for people to prolong life, or really not for people necessarily, but for the, the medical field, the doctors and, and the people in the medical field to to treat us and, and promote or uh, prolong our lives. And it's pretty amazing what they can do. But in some situations, you know, it might not be what someone wants, especially when it comes to end of life care consider somebody who no longer has capacity, who no longer is able to consent to care or treatment and is no longer able to express their wishes as to what type of care they would want at the end of their life. So in order to um, to deal with this, the New Jersey legislature and legislatures in, I believe, every state in the country have enacted statutes that authorize these types of documents. And again, in New Jersey, the statute has authorized an advanced directive for health care. Now, the New Jersey advanced directive for health care consists of two parts. The first is called an instructing. An, ah, I can't talk today. Um, the first is called an instruction directive. So, what what is the instruction directive? The instruction instruction directive. I I have to stop trying to say that. The instruction directive is a writing which provides instructions and direction regarding the declarants, which is the person who's creating the document. It's like the principal with a power of attorney. The person who creates the document is the declarant in the 
um, in the uh, advanced directive. So it's the it, it, it is the writing which provides instructions and direction regarding the declarant's wishes for health care in the event that the declarant subsequently lacks decision-making capacity. So what's that mean? It means that when somebody has the capacity required to create and express their wishes of the care they would want to receive in the future, if they ever don't have decision-making capacity, it is the directive that they would create to express those wishes and ideas. Um, now, what is decision-making capacity? Well, that's really a patient's ability to understand and appreciate the nature and the consequences of healthcare decisions, which which that and that would include the benefits and risks of each healthcare decision and alternatives to any proposed healthcare, and the ability to process all of that and reach an informed decision. Um, you know, the decision making capacity isn't a general. Uh, thing, right? It's not a general decision or finding. What it is, is it's evaluated based on each situation that arises. Someone who has trouble making a decision about one thing may not have trouble making decisions about something else. And um, and there's many situations where that type of, of thing could occur, or their condition could change at some point. And where they weren't able to make good decisions today, they may be able to make good decisions tomorrow. So, you know, somebody's level of, of ability, their cognitive abilities can vary day to day. And so, you know, you evaluate the decision-making ability each time a decision has to be made, uh, unless, of course, it's, it's obvious um, that someone is unable to make decisions if they have advanced d- dementia due to Alzheimer's disease or some some other type of dementia, or if they're comatose where they can't speak or in a vegetative state where they can't express themselves, then you know then you might not have to evaluate decision making ability every time. But otherwise, decision making ability is evaluated when every decision really needs to be made. Um, so that's the advanced directive, or the I'm sorry, the instruction directive part of the advanced directive for healthcare. The second part again is the proxy directive. The proxy directive is the writing which designates a healthcare representative in the event the declarant subsequently lacks decision-making capacity. And the healthcare representative is the individual designated by the declarant pursuant to the proxy directive part of the advanced directive for the purpose of making healthcare decisions on the declarant's behalf and includes an individual designated as an alternate healthcare representative who is acting as a declarant's healthcare representative in accordance with the terms and order of priority stated in the advanced directive, right? So so what's that mean? That means that this is the person who's going to speak for you if you can't speak for yourself, who's going to express your wishes for you if you're unable to do so. You are also able to put somebody behind that person, an alternate healthcare uh, representative. And the alternate would step in and, and take over if the primary uh, proxy would would be unable to manage this for you. If they're out of the country or if they've passed away, the alternate would be able to step in and take over. So you want your proxy, you want to name your proxy, and you also want to name an alternate, or sometimes people will name two or three alternates in case something happens to 
any of the other ones. Now, these healthcare decisions, the things the healthcare proxy is going to to do, or the, the healthcare representative is going to do for the declarant, what are these decisions? Well, they are decisions to accept or refuse treatment, service, or any procedure used to diagnose, treat, or care for a patient's physical or mental condition, including life-sustaining treatment. So they're able to say, this is not what the declarant would have wanted. My mother would not have wanted this care. You are not to do it. I'm her health care representative. I'm saying you don't do this for her because it's not what she would have wanted. It wasn't part of her end-of-life plan. Now, healthcare decisions also mean decisions to accept or refuse the services of a particular physician, nurse, other healthcare rep, uh, professional, or healthcare institution, including a decision to accept or refuse a transfer of care. So, this gives very broad power when someone needs, you know, when, when your elderly loved one needs someone to step in and, and, act on their behalf and speak up for them and to manage their end-of-life care and decisions. This provides broad power in order to do so. So that's really the overview of the Advanced Directive for Healthcare. It's also known as the Living Will or the, uh, sometimes the Healthcare Power of Attorney, which normally really focuses on the on the healthcare representative side, right? It makes sense, right? The Healthcare Power of Attorney would empower the healthcare representative, the person who speaks for you, just like the financial power of attorney appoints someone to manage your affairs. Same thing here. The healthcare power of attorney would appoint someone to manage your medical decisions. So in New Jersey, though, like I said, it's the advanced directive for healthcare, which has the instruction directive where you can outline the care you would want to receive and the proxy directive where you can appoint someone as your healthcare representative and speak for you and make decisions on your behalf and they're guided by the instruction directive and they're acting in your interest in in pursuing or following your end of life plan that you've expressed to them in writing or also verbally because you also want to if you if you're appointing someone as your healthcare representative you want to discuss this with them so they're very clear on what you would want them to do if the time ever comes where they have to act on your behalf. So again, I hope this is helpful. This is a great overview and we're going to build on this in future episodes. So if you're unsure of what the advanced directive for healthcare is or the living will or a healthcare power of attorney, this is a great episode to explain that. If you have anybody else that you're friends with who might need this information, please share the podcast with them. Keep on the lookout for more episodes. There's going to be a lot more episodes touching on living wills so that you have, you know, you're armed with a lot of information about this in the event you are ever um, required to use one if you ever find yourself as your elderly loved one's healthcare representative or healthcare proxy or uh, medical power of attorney. So this should be really helpful in that event. Remember to send any questions or comments you might have about this or any other topic to Casey at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Casey at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review at iTunes. Five stars would be really appreciated. Now, once again, remember that this show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state might be different. The content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your elderly love one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. 
So I want to thank you again for listening. My name, of course, is Casey Price. I'm from the Outer Law Office of Price & Price in Haddonfield, New Jersey. We are the law firm that focuses our practice on helping families touched by Alzheimer's disease and other types of dementia. And until I have the privilege of talking to you again, I wish you nothing but the best. Bye-bye.